Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Anti-Francis podcast in the year 2024. Am I so glad to have you? Let me be the hundredth or the thousand person to wish you a happy new year. May 2024 be prosperous for all of us by the grace of God. I know that you've made some new year resolutions yet again this year. I hope taking better care of your health is one of them. Well, I'm here to guide you when it comes to that, especially as touching your medications and their uses. As for your other goals, keep smashing them as you proceed in the year. I'll be waiting for you. So, on today's episode, I'll be discussing with you the roles of your pharmacist in healthcare. Yes, pharmacists are very versatile healthcare professionals that are present all over the world. But even in this day and age, some individuals do not know who pharmacists are. Although, I must confess that the profession has enjoyed some kind of visibility in recent years, thanks to social media and other efforts by my noble colleagues in creating awareness, especially on World Pharmacist Day. Some people still do not know the rules of pharmacists in healthcare, while some believe that they are individuals who sit or stand behind counters in pharmacies around, others think they are individuals who give their medication through small windows in hospitals, and that's it. But on today's episode, I'll be telling you the things that you may not know about pharmacists and the services they render. So, let's get right into it. Why is this information necessary, you may wonder. Personally, growing up, I only know pharmacists as counterparts of medical doctors. I didn't know anything about what they do. And I am a very curious person. Imagine, my curiosity did not even lead me to find out what pharmacists do. Who knows, there might be people, young people like me, in the society today who will listen to this podcast and this will help you to actually know the rules of pharmacists and decide if you would like to be one in future. And for the adults who have been utilizing services of pharmacists, but not to the full. Now, you will know what we do for the healthcare profession. And that is why the first episode of my season two of the Anti-Pharmacist Podcast is about this. So that we do not mix things up. You know what your pharmacists do for you. You know the kind of questions to ask them. You know what to expect from them. And you know how to address them you know on the last episode of season one i was talking about things that pharmacists are sick and tired of the misconceptions by society about pharmacists and the profession this in part is addressing that so you can know what to expect even from your pharmacist when you visit the pharmacy the kind of services you can require of them the kind of services they render to the society first rule of the pharmacies that I'll be talking about is the traditional role of dispensing medications. This is the commonest role that everybody knows pharmacists for. Do you understand? For you know, giving out medications, responding to prescriptions. When you bring that book, that order from your doctor, the pharmacist interprets it. Those writings and writings that you can't understand, you'll be wondering how we see it. Well, it's part of our training, all right? and we give instructions on how to use them. That is a traditional role of pharmacists, and we still do that till date. Another one is compounding of medications. A lot of people do not know this about pharmacists, but apart from the large-scale industrial manufacturing, we also compound. 
that is we make extemporaneous preparations that's what we call it especially for some populations that are not available generally like for pediatrics there are some specialized medications that children some categories of children have to use but they are not present in the dosage form that is able to be used by these children so we compound medications we compound them into syrups we make topical preparations like powders like creams like ointment we make emulsions and the rest of that in some countries abroad there are pharmacies that specialize on this aspect alone that's all they do compounding pharmacists you just come to them bring your order from your doctors and they compound for you and you take it home all right but that's not present in nigeria right now you see why i said that the role of pharmacist is boxed into a corner in nigeria because that is an aspect of pharmacy practice that has been ignored in Nigeria. Of course, in some hospitals, it is still being practiced, even to a lesser extent than it used to be. But even in the community, there should be compounding pharmacies where you can you know, take your prescriptions for your pediatric populations, for yourself, for topicals, and they'll be compounded for you. All right. Another role of pharmacists is importation and exportation of medications. Yes, that is a role of pharmacists. But today we see it being done by businessmen, all right, that are not even licensed for this. All they do is just employ pharmacists to act in their stead and they do this well. The major impediment to that in Nigeria is finance. We all know that healthcare profession in Nigeria does not make us as rich as we want to be. I addressed that in the last episode of season one. How many people think that pharmacists are rich people, you know, um, doctors are rich, healthcare profession in Nigeria doesn't reward us as we should be rewarded. So this aspect of pharmacy practice, importation and exportation is not really handled by the professionals that should undo them. And that is why fake medicines are everywhere. All right, I've talked about fake medicines a lot because it's a pandemic on its own. If pharmacists are allowed, are empowered to undo this aspect for which they are licensed, by the way, it will greatly reduce fake medicines in circulation. But that's by the way, I'm only talking about roles of pharmacists today, and that is one of them. Now, the roles of pharmacists have evolved from this traditional product-centered services to more patient-oriented services. And this has ushered in what we now call pharmaceutical care, which involves the pharmacist as a healthcare provider taking responsibility for the health of the patient in terms of ensuring safety and effectiveness of medications and ensuring the appropriate health outcomes of the medical treatment, from the social outcome to economic outcomes and other clinical outcomes, which in turn improves the patient's quality of life. This leads me to another role of pharmacist, which is drug information. This particularly is usually handled by pharmacists who are medical sales representatives of different pharmaceutical companies. Of course, we know these pharmaceutical companies, they do research and development, they develop products, and these pharmacists are equipped with the knowledge of those products, what they work for, how to be used, and all of that. And these are pharmaceutical sales reps these reps bring this information to pharmacists in the community and the hospital and also to your doctors and we in turn 
disseminate this information to the public, the people that actually need them, the people that use this medication. So that is one role of pharmacists. And even apart from those that have to do with specific medications in terms of the reps I talked about, pharmacists in the community are at the forefront of you know, disseminating health information, drug information. We talk about allergies, we talk about adverse drug reaction, medication adherence, what you have to know about drug use in pregnancy, in geriatrics, in pediatrics. I've done a lot of that even on my podcast. So that is me fulfilling one of the major roles of pharmacists as not only a product-oriented professional, but a patient-oriented healthcare professional. Another role of pharmacists is in medication therapy management. They help other healthcare professionals to manage the patient's health using their medications. This is usually practiced more by pharmacists in the hospital. You know, we go into the wards, check the progress of the patient on their medications. Yes, and we collaborate with the clinicians, you know, for the optimal use of these medications. Some patients experience adverse drug reactions and the alternative medications that we have reduced adverse drug reactions and better outcomes are recommended to the clinicians, all right? And many more of that. Also, we do drug therapy problems monitoring. So we help to prevent drug therapy problems by identifying drug interactions, drug, drug, drug food, drug disease interactions, I've talked about those ones too in previous episodes in season one. So do well to visit those episodes and listen. Believe me, they are ever relevant topics and they are good for you to know. Another one is adverse drug reaction monitoring and reporting. Yes, we monitor adverse drug reactions from your medication therapy, from the use of your medications, especially for chronic conditions and even for acute conditions. Did you know that you could walk into your pharmacy and report adverse drug reaction from medications to your pharmacist? And this in turn help us to take this information even to the manufacturers of these medications. These side effects we talk about today, they are due to people reporting them not only in clinical trials, but even after these medications have been released into the market. This is what we call pharmacovigilance or post-marketing surveillance. This is part of the work of the pharmacist. So maybe you bought this medication and you're feeling somehow after taking it. Even though you have taken the same medication in the past without this effect, or you haven't ever taken this medication, but you're feeling funny. Maybe each year and there, maybe some bumps on your skin, maybe nausea, vomiting, any adverse drug reaction that you know it's abnormal to you. You can go to your pharmacy and regardless of maybe you bought the medication there or not, and this in turn can help somebody else. You know, there are many medications that have been withdrawn from the market due to post-marketing surveillance because people have actually reported these adverse drug reactions to their pharmacist, who in turn take them to the regulatory bodies and who in turn contact the manufacturers or the developers of this medication. So bear this in mind. This is one major service that your pharmacist can render to you, helping you to discover or monitor adverse drug reactions and therefore helping to prevent other people experiencing these adverse drug reactions. Yes, another role of pharmacists is management of chronic diseases. Yes, 
you know that not only your doctors manage your chronic conditions, your community pharmacist is a very helpful healthcare professional in this regard. Many people go to the hospitals and you're given appointment for maybe two weeks time, a month's time, two months time. In that period, who helps you to manage these chronic conditions? Your pharmacist. You walk into the pharmacy, you do your BP check, you do your blood glucose monitoring, we give you lifestyle modification, advice, drug information, drug-drug interactions and all of that to help you continuously manage your chronic condition till your next visit to your doctor. So we are with you every step of the way in your disease management. Another role of pharmacist is the vital and routine health checks. I've mentioned some of them, your BP, monitoring, your blood glucose checks, you know, we know the ranges, we know what it should be, we advise you appropriately, we check your BMI, you know, we refer you when you have to be referred, we tell you what tests to run to be sure you don't have a disease or the other. These are part of the services that we render, these are the rules that we take up in the healthcare space. Another one is drug research and production. Of course, I've told you about the versatility of the pharmacy profession. We are in different spaces in the healthcare industry. We are in the community as community pharmacists, in the hospital as hospital pharmacists. We are in regulatory bodies as administrative pharmacists. You see us in Standard Organization of Nigeria, in NAVDAC. You know, we are in academia as researchers and lecturers. Yes, we are in the military, we are in the oil and gas sector, you know, we are in HMOs, we are in NGOs, name it, pharmacists are there. We are there making policies, we are there raising awareness, we are everywhere. And one major place is the drug research and production. That is where your pharmacists in academia come in, your lecturers that do their research and from the research they make publications that create awareness from the publications products are being made they are produced they're taken to the industry then there are pharmacists in drug production that is on the large scale in the industry the industrial pharmacists that make sure that those researches that have been conducted by pharmacists in academia by research fellows are actually brought into the laboratory and from the laboratory products, tangible products to treat your diseases are brought into the market. But before they are brought into the market, there is also pharmacists in drug regulation. They are the ones in the FDA, they are the ones in NAVDAC, they are the ones that perform quality control on these medications that have been produced, medications that are as a result of research, which were brought into the laboratory and now into the industry but before they get to the population to ensure their safety and efficacy, these regulatory pharmacists make sure that these drugs pass the necessary tests, all right? Like I said, they're in the FDA, they're in NAVDAC, they're in the EMA, that is European Medicines Agency, and the rest of them. Also, these regulatory pharmacists, they are the ones that monitor the importation and exportation of medications I told you earlier that even non-pharmacists are in the importation space, but the regulatory pharmacists still do their bit to make sure that even the imported medications, they meet the required standards. So you see that your pharmacists are everywhere, essentially. And now when it comes to policy making in healthcare, 
go to the NGOs, go to WHO, you find pharmacists there. Pharmacists have a space in public health. Everything I've talked about since is public health. But then, well, you don't see pharmacists bearing that pharmacist in public health tag because it's not common. But then we have roles that we play there, even though they are not really recognized. But then the time has come where, you know, the roles of pharmacists in this space is being recognized. So we are in policy making in healthcare when it comes to infectious diseases like malaria, like tuberculosis, like HIV, you know, the policies, the preventive strategies, the awareness and all of that. You see pharmacists at the forefront, you know, carrying the banners, you know, when it comes to vaccination, immunization, pharmacists are also in this space, you know, doing their duties in providing the appropriate medications to prevent these illnesses, to treat these illnesses, and to um, educate the public concerning these illnesses. You know, making policies about quarantine, about space between individuals, about the drug therapy management, pharmacists are there. That's pharmacy in public health. Also, we have frontliners and responders in pandemics. COVID-19 has opened our eyes to how important pharmacists are in healthcare. We were the frontliners, we were the ones, you know, attending to patients directly, people that were too scared to go to the hospital for fear that they'll be diagnosed with COVID. We come to the pharmacy, we examine the symptoms, you know, we tell them about preventive strategies, we raise the awareness. Even outside Nigeria, pharmacists have been given license to administer vaccines in terms of immunizations. Of course, pharmacists administer antitetanus injections, even in Nigeria, but I think that's the height of it here for now. But pharmacists are trained to administer other vaccines, even outside Nigeria. This also arose of pharmacists, because when it comes down to it, pharmacists are the first point of call for most patients. We have the primary, secondary, and tertiary health institutions, and community pharmacies are major primary healthcare institutions. Many pharmacies, even outside Nigeria, have been certified as primary healthcare centers. And that is the truth of it. Also, this brings me to another role of pharmacists in administering first aid services. Many people walk into the pharmacy after a minor accident, you know, requiring first aid. And we do this, we give to them, even CPR, pharmacists have been trained in this. You know, we don't just swing it. Pharmacists are lifelong learners. We have continuous education platforms where we learn skills that are relevant to the present health care needs of our patients. You know, there were times on Twitter that it was trending that some people had health issues, they enter pharmacies, and the person there said that they could not treat them and all of that. Gone are those days. Pharmacists are very good first aid responders. They help to stop bleeding from accidents, even if they will refer you to hospitals. At least they help and reduce that immediate accident effect before you have to go to the hospital. So far on the episode, I have mentioned over 15 roles of pharmacists in the healthcare system. And therefore, it is your duty to utilize these roles to your advantage. Your pharmacists are always there for you. And now, as we're in the technology era, 
do not be surprised that pharmacists have found roles in tech. From health informatics to pharmacy product developers, all the technology talked about in past episodes for the detection of fake medicines and other technologies like those that can be used to identify or predict impending or imminent pandemics, tech products to identify antimicrobial resistance patterns, and those that help patients in optimal utilization of their medications. All these are spearheaded by pharmacists. Isn't it wonderful that the pharmacy profession entails all of this? And believe me, as the world evolves, the pharmacy profession and its practitioners will continue to evolve too because it is a dynamic profession. That is why pharmacists are lifelong learners. We may have left school at some point, but school never leaves us. Now that I have educated you in the roles of a pharmacist, I'm happy. And I hope you're happy to learn this as well. And that concludes my first episode for the year. I was talking about goals and smashing them earlier at the beginning of this episode, right? Well, on the podcast, we have goals too. And I'm hoping you can help us achieve them. While we are grateful for your support in the past year, we are looking forward to much more of it this year to help the podcast grow even more. By the end of the first quarter, which will also be the end of this second season, we want to have had at least 500 subscribers. Yes, that's the goal. And I know it is achievable through your support and in constantly listening, subscribing, following and sharing the podcast as much as possible. We also are looking at growing our social media presence and our followers to at least 1,000 followers on IG and on X. This is possible, right? Yes, I know it is. I know you will help us to achieve this. Of course, trust me to bring to you premium and relevant pharmacy content. Like I always say, we are open to your suggestions. Send your comments, questions and suggested topics you want us to address or discuss to us via our social media platforms on IG and X and also on LinkedIn. You'll find me on LinkedIn as Joseph. If you are the official type, send us emails at antipharmacistpodcast at gmail.com. Make us a part of your daily routine on Mondays and Fridays as we bring you information concerning your medications. Also, listen to previous episodes from Season 1 on the various podcast hosting platforms, whichever one you choose. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, soon to be on YouTube, and other podcasting platforms. You can even listen on the web by searching for the Anti-Pharmacist Podcast and all our very informative and educative episodes will be there for you to listen to. I assure you that they remain relevant always. Thanks once again for listening up to this point. Remember that health is wealth. Take care of your health and only then can you make all the money you want in the world. Till next time, stay healthy and God bless you.